1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. If you've forgotten the difference between watching a movie and experiencing one, you need to visit Marcus Theaters. Start by visiting MarcusTheaters.com. It's raining And now, looking at a high of 113 today. Ooh, Tim Murray. That's hot. That's cool. Cool and breezy. Hotter this weekend. What is your normal high in Las Vegas for this time of year? I know it gets hotter than hell out there this time of year, and that's why we only go in the winter. Um, and get no pictures of you enjoying your backyard when it's 113. Yeah, 115 is a little toasty. Uh, that'll be, I think, record breaking uh, for this t- for every, you know this time of year. Um, oh, what do you I, mean, the middle of summer? Yeah, yeah. dead of summer. Um, I believe we're usually in the it, we're in the triple digits this time of year, but not 115. I'm reading Nevada Energy is buying extra electricity to meet load demand. Who do they buy it from? Where? Who has electricity to spare out there? Because the whole thing is hot, know. hot, hot. Texas, Vermont? Nevada. No, they've They're got other problems. Water. Yeah, have to run some pumps probably. I don't know. Yeah, those videos of Vermont were wild. A lot of rain up there. And they're expecting more today. Oof. Yeah. Heard that earlier this morning. So, yeah, Vermont's got its problems. Just sports or weather? I don't know. You don't have to bail uh, heat out of the uh, out of your basement, though. So, uh, what's going on in sports? Yeah. Uh, now that we're uh, – baseball starts back up tonight. We had the ESPYs. Um, and there was no real moment at the ESPYs this year. You know what I mean? Um. Well, I thought that DeMar Hamlin was a nice moment. Um, you know, Liam Hendricks was a nice moment. Yeah, but we knew yeah. those were coming, right? Uh, yeah, probably. So, yeah, I mean, oh, you, you weren't surprised that LeBron's not retiring? Dan, uh, pa- Dan Patrick <laughs> took exception with uh, ESPN, <laughs> make, making that like a story and said yesterday, it would have been a story if he'd announced he wasn't coming back. Not that oh. he is coming back. Of course he's coming back. Dan said nobody on the planet thought LeBron was retiring. That wasn't news. No, it wasn't news. Um, well, actually, I have, a, I have a question for you, Mr. Madden, because you are a man who uh, enjoys having surgeries. <laughs> nobody enjoys having surgeries. Tim. Some people uh, do. I spoke too quickly. You know who know who enjoys it? People are effed up. But anyway. <laughs> so my question to you is, uh, have you ever had, I know you've had metal inserted into your body. Have you ever had? So, wait, wait, both of us have. Brian has too. We both oh, have. I, I didn't on, know that. Metal on board. Titanium rod in my leg right now. Yeah. Um, have either of you have? Brian just doesn't whine about it as much as I do. (laughs) (laughs) Either of you had something removed from your body. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had to take my knee out to put the metal in. But but they put it back in. Well, I have a knee, yes. Yeah, but I have one face. Well, I'm asking if either of you had a piece of your body whether it be a, a bone or anything. Gallstones or something like that? Removed, or? yeah, just something removed. An appendix? Tonsils. Tonsils, okay. Did you keep them? 
No. No. Okay. Did you even see them? Did you? No. No. Okay. So they were just gone. Trying to, I don't I know. I kept some piece of metal. Well, I kept all the metal they took out of me. Oh, okay. So you, you got a you jar kept... full of that. Well, that's what I was. Yeah, I was asking. Now, what are you going to do with that? Anything? It's in a jar. I've had it for thirty years. How you many jars about... of stuff do you have? You have that stuff from the wall, right? From the yep. Berlin Wall. It's kind of all up on a shelf altogether. Right. Like the jar wall. Like, what's that? Well, that's the Berlin Wall. It's like the wall. BFG. The BFG has all those. Uh... Right. Berlin Wall. Pins from the shoulder. <laughs> rod from the leg. First rod. Got another one now. Uh, sand from Iraq and some Iraqi money. Yeah. I uh, When they did my ankle replacement for the second time, um, and they took the second one out, they gave me the... The joint, they gave me the big chunk of metal that was supposed to serve mm-hmm. as an ankle that time. And I had it at home. It was in a Ziploc bag. And I put it on the counter, and I have no idea where it is now. <laughs> I lost my fake ankle. I think it probably just got thrown away one day. I think Daisy probably went, I'm mm-hmm. throwing this away. And it's gone. So is that- be great to kind of work it into your car's suspension some way. Or hang it from the rearview mirror. No, no, like it bolted in as a ball joint or right, something. Right, actually, fun- I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It, boy, I don't know where you do that because it didn't even hold up as my ankle. Yeah. How would it support a right? You know, I just <laughs> still like to a see car. It yeah, like give Dave Kindig that job. <laughs> see if you can work it into some kind of hot rod on bitching rides. <laughs> Well, have, yeah, have either of you thought of turning some of that metal into maybe a necklace? Oh, uh, no. no, it was too, uh, it was, it was actually really, it's heavy. You know, that, that, that joint, that, that ankle thing. No, you wouldn't want that to bounce mm. up and hit you in the face. It Who's was... done that? Well, Notre Dame quarterback, Sam Hartman was doing an interview. Sam Hartman transferred from Wake Forest and last year had surgery early in the preseason and had a rib removed. Ooh. And after the surgery, he asked. Did he just want a thinner waist? You know, like a Hollywood (laughs) starlet? Having his uh, wisdom teeth pulled, too? (laughs) Right. Uh, Last year, he was diagnosed with Paget-Schrotter syndrome. He had two procedures to get rid of a blood clot, clean up the tissue, and remove his highest rib near his collarbone so the blood vessels would have more space and to prevent future clotting. Near his collarbone. Wow. And he is. Uh, he told the Paul Feinbaum show yesterday, quote, the rib is in my fridge. It's well on its way to becoming a necklace. We're a couple weeks out, just want to make sure it stays in one piece till then. Okay, so is he going to slice it up like a loaf of bread, run some kind of chain through it, so that each uh, slice of the rib is like a little, I don't know, piano key type thing? Because you don't want a solid piece of rib well that'll that'll come later in the process did he have to boil it to get all the gristle off of it first you know you gotta cook it it's okay after you cook it and then let it dry on the counter on a paper towel for a couple of weeks you know just some shellac on it uh 
So his mom has been, uh, she's been on the uh, on the cleanup duty here. Uh, so as the article, so I guess he said this on a radio show, and then the Athletic touch got got in touch with his mom, Lisa Hartman, and uh, we got a little extra insight here. Before the internal appendage becomes as, <laughs> before the internal appendage becomes an external appendage lisa hartman underwent the process of preparing the rib which is about two inches long and one inch wide sam hartman warned her to be careful so she didn't end up on an fbi watch list but after some googling she purchased a special bioenzyme laundry detergent to clean the rib she also he, had to find a special type of peroxide. I bet you that, that's all with uh, uh, OxyClean in it. That's probably what it is. That's about 20 to 30% stronger than what you would buy at a store. The rib had to be soaked in both for about 24 hours multiple times so it wouldn't rot. Hmm. I Quote, don't know. Put it in the oven. Cook it. Right. 350 for uh, 20 minutes. We dig bones up out of the ground that have been there for thousands of years all the time. Bone right. rot. What right. are we talking about? I think a little oven and a little little shellac will do it. Yeah, you know, like preparing pumpkin seeds in the fall. You put uh, them on you put them on a jelly pan and you you dry it out. Throw them in the oven there. Maybe salt it a little bit. I do that like eating some pumpkin it, seeds. Preserve it. Salt See? is a preservative. Eh? Uh, Lisa, Sam's mom, said, quote, it's got to get rid of the flesh that was on the rib. He means the world to me, so if he wants me to clean the flesh off his ribs, yeah. then that's what I'm going to do. When does this become you, biohazard? You, you cook it till it's tender, scrub it off with a wire brush. At what point, as a parent, and all of us are parents, do you say, you know what? I love you, son, but I'm not doing this crap. I'm not... Uh, <laughs> boiling up uh, your rib to uh, to make you a necklace. You could take but it don't... to your local taxidermist. That's true. That's a good point. They throw skulls, like deer skulls, in a big barrel of bugs that eat all the a tax... flesh oh, off. A and... barrel of bugs. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. A taxidermist is licensed to, to, go. to perform taxidermy on animal bones is there a law that says they can't perform this chore on a rib that was surgically removed i'll bet there Maybe, is yeah probably I'll, but I'll, I'll i mean if, if, if someone if someone showed up to a taxidermist was like hi how you doing uh i've got this human rib what can you do with it <laughs> i call the cops and i go there's a dude yeah. here with a human uh, rib uh, get here as fast as you can well mm, hello yeah. uh very nice to meet you i just have to go in the back real quick yeah. uh let me check out uh there's a crazy person <laughs> with a human rib here <laughs> Don't you? Seriously. Come, come here now. Come on, cops. Yeah. Likely Unless, a murderer. You know, you, you know the guy. You called the police? You showed up with a human rib, freak. <laughs> yes. I just wanted you to throw it in that barrel of bugs. Yeah. It's can't my son's. Can't you just go to the bait shop, get some bugs, get some dirt? Right. It's it my son's bucket. rib. Ma'am, where is your son? Yeah. Where yeah. is he buried? He's um, in Notre Dame. What? He's getting ready for his... The football season. Yeah. Um, she boy, ordered some puka shells. Sam. Here is some news. Here's some news coverage of my story. Here's the rib in the news story, and I'm giving it to you. Um, 
Mrs. Hartman ordered some puka shells from Hawaii for the necklace, mm-hmm. and they're still finalizing the design that so they they're going to go with a South Pacific feel to it. It feels yeah, like, like it. Puka yeah. shells in a rib. Into pieces, like yeah. Puka shell, piece of rib, puka shell, piece of rib. She yeah. also did purchase a special like drill to... with a bit small yeah, enough right. to drill so through the bone. A, probably a little Dremel power tool. Yeah. I would just go see Tom Charbonneau for that. I bet he has that that special drill. He's working with jewelry and all that stuff. But I think even he might be a little freaked out if I show up with a rib from a human. Just depends on whose rib it is. <laughs> hey, Tom, have you ever made a necklace out of a human rib? Uh, if it's your own stuff. Hey, got, got one coming your way. If anyone could do it. It's, Charbon- do it's it. Charbonneau. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Imagine that laying in the showcase as you walk in. Uh, what's that? Oh, that's a new exquisite piece of yeah. a human rib. I don't know. I don't know that I want that's to. That's where you have to have a few shrunken heads in the window and, you know. Jewelry is self-adornment, correct? Yeah. I just don't think I want to do that. Adorn myself with parts that I had removed. <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe you don't want to really uh, give up on any of your parts. Well, maybe not. Um, you know how I learned what a taxidermist was? I have no idea how you learned that. Simpsons. What? Yep. Well, you were a kid, obviously. Bart Simpson answered the phone and said, Bart's taxidermist. You snuff him, we stuff him. I was like, what's a taxidermist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I found out. I could see was... where you might think it's a guy who does your taxes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I... Simpsons, man. You learn a lot of things from television. I can identify with that because half of what I know is from Warner Brothers cartoons. Sure. We're educated that way. If I was going to take this bone and I needed, like Rock said, I needed to take it to a taxidermist and have him throw it in his barrel full of bugs where they will eat all the gristle off of it, I think I would ask, like, you, Rock, or I would call Clayfish and say, do you have a taxidermist that, you know, I wouldn't just blindly walk in to some off the street taxidermy oh, yeah. place. I got I w- a guy. Right. I would I would I would say Rock, I need that guy's number. Can mm-hmm. you kind of soften him up and tell him what I'm what sure. I need here? Dan like Johnson. Kramer. Yeah. He'll like Kramer. He's got a guy. Got a guy, right. Mm-hmm. Bob oh, Sacamano. Yeah. <laughs> he called last night. He's got hats out of the park. He'd get one of those fifty bucks. <laughs> That's rat hair. <laughs> How about the artist that encased body parts in lucite and they were going around museum All tours. this creaking and cracking? Yeah, what was the thing we had with the like skin? Anyone, anyone call any police on that yeah, guy? Yeah, right. That body shape or body form that we had at the museum. Where oh, they yeah. Were, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, where yeah. You could see the muscles and... right. Yeah, that was They're the from cadavers or yeah. that, right? Right, because if you're going to call the cops on a you know two inch piece of rib, I'm really calling cops on that guy. Yeah, right. is that still out on tour somewhere? I don't know. Yeah, mm. it was here like what ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a while back. Yeah, and so, if you uh, and if you told whoever that came knocking at your door and wondered where you got your body parts, if you said, "Well, I bought them from Harvard." You know, they were dealing with that. Like right, we just had yeah. that problem where they were selling them illegally. Are you still in trouble? Yeah. But if you say it's my own rib, and they can test the DNA and prove it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they may wreck it testing the DNA. That's no good. You know, you oh, we have, have to put it necklace. in the. 
in the solution, right? Tim, do you know the uh, the Chiefsaholic? He's the guy oh. in the uh, wolf costume at the Chiefs games. Right. You see him there? He's going to jail for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a like, serial uh, bank robber. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. He go, He's at every Chiefs game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, th- you think the guy, that guy must have a lot of money. He's at the all the games. Yeah. Great seats. Got that. What is the outfit he wears? The Chiefsaholic? He's a wolf? He's a wolf. He's a big yeah. wolf, yeah. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, that guy. You know how he's funding that? Robin Banks. Yeah. $70,000. Seven yeah. banks between April and December of 2022 in Nebraska, Iowa, Tennessee, and Oklahoma. <laughs> he also attempted to rob two credit unions in Minnesota. Ended up with a haul of $845,000, which he laundered through casinos. He's facing up to 10 years in prison and a $250,000. I got this is a Chicago trip. No, New York Times article says 70000 This is from maybe that uh, was one, one bank. People magazine. This is out of wow. Well, it says including Iowa where he was accused of. Okay. So that was one. And he was a guy that uh, he would make social media posts saying they made an excellent living managing warehouses across the Midwest. <laughs> he would say, hard work pays off, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what this guy is? Phony baloney. <laughs> What's his actual name? Uh, Hold on, Xavier I Xavier Babudar or something like that. Xavier Michael Babudar. Is he from Kansas City? Is he a, is he from that area, or did he just pick uh, the Chiefs? From, uh, he's from Overland Park, Kansas. Yeah, that's right like. there. That's a suburb of uh, Kansas City, right? Well, as and we've learned. Every game at home and away. He even went wow. to away games. So he went to every game. Well, that gets expensive. So he wasn't any kind of official mascot hired by the team. He just no. dressed up like a wolf and like went the, to yeah. the game. He's like, like the fireman at the like, Jets game. Or the Packer or the, Pope. Or the yeah. icicle guy icicle at the Packer guy. game. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude at the Bears game with the bear head on and the big claws. Yeah. Well, some teams yeah. hire a guy, right? I don't some know teams that we hire do. a guy to dress people up. They hired the the Vikings hired paid that one guy to show up. Yeah, in the he wanted Vikings a suit massive raise. And they said, see you later. So we don't yeah. have that guy anymore. The guy he on to be horseback paid. at the Chiefs game with the whole headdress, he was paid by the Chiefs. Who was the cowboy at the Cowboys game that would do that big noise? <laughs> The yeah, guy, the, the big cowboy hat. The dude at the Cowboys game who used to wipe his face off with like whatever team they were playing, their pennant, like he was sweating and he would wipe a Redskins or, excuse me, Commander's pennant all over his face and under his armpits. And, uh-huh. You know, like, oh, cooling off here. Yeah, it was a, totally insulting. He wasn't hot. He was just trying to be insulting. <laughs> I saw right through that game. You know, every sport. Benny the Bull, we got Bango. Those guys are all paid. Yeah, but this well, guy, those are fan. those are mascots. Yeah, those, these that's are the mascot. These are the this unofficial dude who's super, super, super fans. Yeah, this is a dude who just right. gets and goes home. Sometimes it's hard to know the difference, but this guy is a just a super fan. And he put this on for away games too. Yeah, I mean, I would travel. Yeah, he went to away games. I assume he did. He rob banks while going on the road. I don't know. Because I, ooh, we're playing the uh, Seahawks. There's some good banks up in Seattle. I would definitely, if we're playing the 49ers, rob a few banks in San Francisco because that's a city built on money. Same with Charlotte. Plus, they probably won't even charge you with anything yeah, in San right. Francisco. They're not going to chase after you. <laughs> no. 
We'll just hand you the money and open the door for you. I thought Have this was day. sports. All I hear is your political opinions. I mean, clearly what I would do is I would go whenever they played the Patriots and, and rob some of the, the trucks because, I mean, I know how to do that now. There's an educational video. There you go. There. The right. town? You watching yes. the town for that? Yes. Guys like G.I. Joe, he, he tucks his pants into his boots. <laughs> this would make a good movie. You got a problem with that? You know where I live. Well, and, you know, you mentioned he he said what he does. I mean, we knew what Ben Affleck did. Boston Sand and Gravel. I break rocks, punch a ticket at the end of the day, slide down the back of a brontosaurus like Fred Flintstone. Like Fred Flintstone, yeah. Call it a night. Yeah. Did I tell you I drove past Boston Sand and Gravel you when I was in? You did not. Yeah. You didn't do I, that by accident either, did you? Well, I was, so we, so when I flew Wait a minute, in, yes, you did. You sent us a picture. That's right, I did. Yeah, I I tweeted it out when I was in when I was in Boston. So my in laws live in New Hampshire, and I took a red eye into Boston. And my wife and and uh, sister in law were at the aquarium downtown with with the kids. So I took a Uber over to the aquarium. We're driving home, and I'm like, "There's Boston Sand and Gravel. I got to take a picture of that." Yeah, I'm not going to no museum. I'm going to Charleston. <laughs> Where they dig sand out of the earth for use everywhere. Wow. And then I was, uh, the other day, I was watching, uh, or my son was watching James and the Giant Peach, and I'm just kind of sitting on the couch, you know, doing whatever. I look up, and on the screen is the florist, Fergie. I'm like, hey. (laughs) In James and the Giant Peach? Yeah, at the very end. Yeah, he's like the narrator of the whole movie. I was like, oh. Look, there's there's the florist. You're going to go on to be in charge of was, uh, bank robbers. Was anybody giving him an earful like Ben Affleck did in the movie? You touch a <laughs> earful. I'm going to come back. Ball. <laughs> I'm going to come back to your shop and I'm going to kill both of you. <laughs> did you tell uh, tell your son how he gets it? Oh, you know how that guy dies? He gets shot in the testicles. <laughs> Well, he gets shot in the chest first, right, and then but uh, just you know to make his then point. Then the fellas, yeah, yeah. But hey, Fergie, tell him rob. who clipped your. That is Pete Postalweight. Rest in peace. I believe he's he's passed away. Right? Is he? Yeah, twenty eleven. Yeah. So I think that was it. I mean, Town came out in twenty ten. He was probably one of his last roles. I would say. Uh, let's see. He was. Uh, also did Killing Bono in 2011. That was his last movie, Killing Bono. Hmm. Do you show up on The Office or anything according to his IMDb? I'm looking. <laughs> Let's see. Criminal Justice, The Omen. He was in The Omen. Yeah, he had that kind of look and voice to him. That's right. It's kind of creepy, kind of spooky. <laughs> uh, boy, I don't you know. Shipping news, cowboy up. There's some dark Rat. stuff there, yeah. But the super fan was oh, uh, Animal he was, Farm. He did a voice on Animal Farm. He was arrested. He was uh, he was in California when he was arrested. Yeah, yeah. So he won't be at Chiefs games this year, right? Or probably for the next ten years. Will he still be tweeting from the Twitter account Chiefs Aholic? Let's see what his last tweet was. Can you tweet when you're in jail? I don't think so. 
don't think you, you, you can't take have your anything, phone away and you can't you, do any of that. You can't have anything of value, right? You can't have anything that the other inmates don't have because that's seen as a thing of value and you can trade that and use it as leverage. Thing, right? Isn't that the deal in prison? I don't know. Haven't been there. So uh, kind of planning on not to ever know the answer to that. I, you know where I first heard that? When Pete Rose was, when he was locked up. For something, what did Pete have a DUI? He said he couldn't place bets because he didn't have a phone. He could not. He was forbidden. Maybe it was OJ. Could not sign autographs because they had a value, and you know, Mm -hmm. then that could be traded in the prison for sticky buns or sexual favors or cigarettes or whatever. I'll trade you this OJ autograph for a what? No chance. I got to get ten OJ autographs for that. But that's not a phone. You'll though. do it for ten OJ autographs. All right, no problem. I'll get to I'll get nine, nine more. By the way, is that guy uh, who escaped jail in Pennsylvania still out there? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's still out there, and he's very dangerous. Michael Burnham. Yeah. How long has he been out there? Since last, I think it's over a week now. Last Thursday, I think he escaped. I don't know why we give prisoners bed sheets. I just don't know. They always use them to escape. I don't know why we don't just let them sleep on a foam rubber mattress or some rubber bedding or something like that. I don't get it. I mean, hopefully this guy doesn't kill anyone um, because I think this could be a good movie. Well, okay. He's already killed. Well, yeah, that's right. He's in prison yeah, for in killing. Pri- yeah, exactly. So there goes your he happy had, uh, movie. He had help yeah. inside. Is this what they're saying? Is that what it is? Well, someone inside was helping him. Unreal. A prison guard? Because prisoners really don't have access to much. He had, uh, like, uh, a drone operating, helping him. That's outside help, then, isn't it? How long yeah. How long of the three of us, who would survive the longest if we escaped prison? What would be your first? Of the three right. of us, we're not including Eric and Carrie in this? Uh, of the five of us, All right. who who would survive the longest? I'd have to go with you. Me? I'm yeah. no, I'm like I, Kramer and master of my domain. I gotta, I'm, out. I'm out. I yeah. got to take uh, pills and, you know, sleep with yeah. a CPAP machine. And, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I would probably turn myself in the first night I had to sleep outside somewhere. I would just say, take, come and get me. What was I thinking? Bring me back to Mosquitoes are yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, this isn't what I'm cracked up to be. Rock? I think Rock would survive the longest. He's a hunter. I can hardly walk down the hall right now. <laughs> Knees bugging him. Yeah. Not with your bad knee, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Carrie? We're, we're pushing our chips in on you, man. The student think, thinks he's a righteous dude. I think that, yeah, I, my hip, the way it is these days, <laughs> I'm going to go with Tim Murray. Tim Murray takes the cake. Yeah. All right. Now, that's a lot of pressure now. I got to survive the longest after this prison break. Yep. Sleep yeah. out in the Louisiana swamp. Yeah, man. No, this is Pittsburgh. This was uh, Pennsylvania, not Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. But Pennsylvania, where he escaped. Mm. I just always envision some kind of swamp in a prison escape. Yeah, they sure. have a lot of those. They yeah. just have to wade through one. Mm-hmm. Or a sewer those... pipe. <laughs> right. Shawshank Redemption. I'd take the swamp over the sewer pipe any day. he jumped out into a pond or a swamp or something. It emptied into a... Well, the... the uh... Have we checked Say Wataneo for this guy yet? I haven't. 
No. Does he have a pal down there who was restoring a boat? Going to start up a charter fishing service? Well, Tim Robbins got there first. I'm talking about he was. This guy is Tim Robbins. I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Didn't Tommy Lee Jones have to walk up a sewer pipe to get? Uh, he was out. He was on hot on the heels of Harrison Ford, and Harrison Ford they said were in some I, kind of uh, drainage yeah. situation. And he yeah, says, I, I didn't that. kill my wife. And Tommy Lee Jones says, "I, I don't, don't care." care. Saving uh, is it saving Arizona? They raising come out, Arizona. Raising Arizona. They come out of a sewer pipe. Yeah, John Goodman and come out of the earth and whoever that other guy is. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Sewer pipes are big in uh, prison. Well, like escape. Like a, it's like a pre-dug tunnel. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I was watching just in, in the in the in Mario. <laughs> there's uh, they go through the sewer pipe and they show up. Uh, they they get split up. Yeah. You know, and Mario shows up in the. The air mushroom uh, cast, air ducts are big, you know. Yeah. Mission Impossible, Toy Story. <laughs> you know my air my my duct work. Others. Duct work typically in a home like will pop, you know, from the heating and cooling that goes on, just from the furnace or the <laughs> right, air conditioner you're up there itself. Around, bong, you throw bing, a two hundred and ten pound guy in there and have him crawl <laughs> around. Yeah. You know how much noise is going to be. What mm. in the yeah yeah. I rip the rivets out of it. <laughs> Fall. Right, it would bend every time I placed a knee or a hand mm. down. I'd get all scratched up on the screws. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's never anything. I'd like to see if somebody, that should be a challenge on the amazing race. You have to crawl through real duct work. <laughs> Wish Phil was here today to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, your airline tickets are at the end of this ductwork. Good luck. <laughs> Go get them. Yeah, it's a cold air return. So, uh, hey, did you uh, manage to uh, find that circa thing from Wheel of Fortune that we talked about yesterday? I did not. I was uh, I was looking for it, but I uh, did not find it. Well, that's disappointing. I know. I wonder if it's a you know I, you know what I didn't do. I'll text my in laws. I think they. There's Take a. Them all. Um, you find that douchebag radio person who badmouthed Britney Spears yet? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found him yet either. All right. Well, you're not yeah. really doing anything. That's on true. Your, I'm on your not. Time off, are you? There's a Wheel of Fortune page on uh, on YouTube that you can subscribe to. Subscribe? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to pay anything. Oh, but you have to. Okay. I got as far as it was going to use my Google to log in, and I didn't know my Google password, so I, I got stumped there. You know how you're going to hate but, your life after you give them that your right. Google information? They're <laughs> exactly. going to pop up day and night. But apparently they have all of the uh, – every episode is on there. Okay. Or they put them up daily. All right. Yeah. All right. And uh, we're getting late here. We should also mention, you know, you thought things were as bad as you could get at Northwestern when they had to fire the head coach. Nope. Yeah. Baseball <laughs> coach got fired. <laughs> yeah. What the F, Is this going to tra- track back to the uh, the AD, you know, who well, oversees have a, all of that? Sure. They have a, I mean, they have a new-ish AD, I think. Um, but, yes, the, uh, the baseball coach, Jim Foster, was uh, – he gone – Dismissal came after allegations of bullying and toxic environment within the program. What did the football team and the baseball team haze together? Uh, well, no. you know, it's all the, the jocks in the jock dorm. It's the jock culture. Hey, there. hey, hey. What? I was one of those. Okay. Yeah, well. And do and, no hazing. I didn't haze did you anybody. Know guys on the football team? They were going to haze a guy who was 50% from the line. 
They haze the good players. 25% <laughs> get it right. Sorry. <laughs> just be glad they're hazing fellow football players instead Nick, of just freshmen. And, or know. the manager. Right. Or the mascot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you the mascot? Get in here. <laughs> You're getting hazed right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you, if you want to become uh, the uh, – by the way, the baseball team, uh, similar to the football team, uh, sucked last year. Yeah. So the uh, football team won one game, and the baseball team went ten and forty. So, not only are they percentage wise, who was worse? The football team was worse percentage wise. I would right? think so, right? Because one in forty makes you twenty percent. You won one out of every five. And the football team didn't win uh, a game in America. Their only win came in <laughs> Ireland. Wow. So now will all these. Um, you know, I went to Northwestern, dudes. Were they 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 gonna pipe down for a little while? Oh, the the journos? No, yeah. the journos are gonna puff out their chest because it was the Daily Northwestern. But the, they always want the kids like, are the like, one who broke this story. Guys like Mike Wilbon always want their team. Always want Northwestern to win. When they got in the when and they got in the NCAA tournament, they made the field of sixty four a few years ago, mm-hmm. and they won a game. They were you know he he was so happy. You know, but now do they have to kind of go? Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of a badge of shame that you're a Northwestern grad, right? With all this going on, with this culture that they had there of secrecy. Yeah, boy, robbing banks to play, <laughs> hazing to play, <laughs> covered Pete Rose and OJ. Are we talking sports or what's going on at Wimbledon? Uh, Novak Djokovic leading four-two in the second set against. Jacob Sinner from Italy. Sinner. That's an interesting name to have. That is an interesting name. And it's spelled just like that. S-I-N-N-E-R. Sinner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No one in the family thought to, you know, just put an L in there. Make it Slinner. How about about a K? We could be Skinner. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got Djokovic right now. And then uh, coming up later this morning, it'll be Daniil Medvedev versus Carlos Alcaraz. For the other semifinal, Alcaraz is the number one seed. When do we wrap this up? Tomorrow, Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. uh, Women are tomorrow, and men are Sunday. Okay. Yep. And that's all anybody cares about. Nobody cares about doubles, mixed doubles, juniors, any of that stuff. We care about. Sure, their family does. Nobody cares. (laughs) If ESPN doesn't care enough to show it, we don't care enough to care. Uh, And then uh, Brewers back at it tonight. In Cincinnati against the Reds. So after a three-game series before the break where the Brewers took two of three, back at it with the Reds. Game out? Correct. Game back, yep. All right. You can bring her back to even. Yeah. Yep. You sure can. Take uh, take this series, and we're we're all tied up. By the way, I'll give you a little uh, viewing assignment at some point. Go watch Quarterback, the Netflix series. It's like uh, it's like hard knocks. They follow around three quarterbacks all last year. It's Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. Kind of like a full swing of quarterbacks. Yep. Sounds like it, yeah. I've only watched the I haven't even gotten through the first episode, but it is it's pretty good. It's really Ton of access. These guys are mic'd up. They follow on them the entire year. How did this not get any run until just now? Quarterbacks. I mean, I think it had 
been mentioned. And I think Peyton is, uh, I don't know if it's his production company, but I, he was a big part of uh, okay. putting this all together. But no, it's it's NFL film style insight uh, and behind the scenes stuff. So, well, with the writer's strike. released until Wednesday. First came out Wednesday. Yeah. But with the writer's strike and the Screen Actors Guild strike, you might see. Hunter, you might see kicker, <laughs> you might see center, sure. snapper, all these. We're gonna there's gonna be a big empty pool of nothing of content. Well, we just saw uh, the CW made a deal yesterday. Gonna get some ACC football in your lives up there on the CW. So first they went from uh, live, live, right, and uh, you know after you watch an old episode of Gilmore Girls. Hey, it's Pittsburgh against Wake Forest. <laughs> did, uh, did the ACC just buy time like Liv did? I um, think this is more the Liv wanted it. I think they're getting paid for this. Okay. Is there going to be Maction again this year on, was it Tuesday nights? Oh, yeah. There'll be Maction. And there's uh, there'll be new acts. we got to figure out a name. Conference USA Rock will be all over your midweek action this year. So... <laughs> We'll have to figure out. Maction's such a cool name, but uh, CUSA, we got to figure out a name. But, yes, uh, we'll get Football teams in that conference. uh, That's going to be a little rough, isn't it? Uh, Liberty. (laughs) Liberty Houston. (laughs) Quiet Liberty's on. (laughs) Got a bunch of new new members. Liberty just lost their coach. UAB's Uh, in there. Trent Dilfer, new head coach. Florida oh. Atlantic. Yeah. The Owls, baby. Yeah. Look at you naming all the teams. All right, Tim, we're out of time. Who said we didn't talk about sports? There you go. Yeah. See, that's, comes... that's what, a month away? So let's start uh, up? Yeah, a little over a month. August 26th, we'll have fo- college football. All right.